Fight to the family. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Farrell Entertainment. We're your host. I'm Horace DeFaro. It's your boy Donnie Ascendi. Boy, Rod the Guy, coming after another banger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And today we have two special guests, not just two special guests, the two beautiful queens on our show today who will let introduce themselves and talk about what they do before we break down today's topic. Y'all can introduce yourself in whatever order y'all. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Peace and blessings. It's Sydney Oshuna. I am a poet, film producer, entrepreneur, uh, one of the creators of the Young Women's Circle, and glad to be here today. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Prana. I'm a musician, uh, singer, songwriter. I'm learning guitar. I play piano. I'm a circus aerialist. aerialist. I give great massages. If you need spiritual <laughs> readings, get at me. Uh, all the way around, whatever you need. I'm your girl. Oh, and I also got, I make homemade body butters, organic body butters, 100% natural body creams. So if you need that, I'm your girl. And I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Resume, okay, thank y'all for being here. Uh, before we get started, did you say circus aerialist? Yes, I heard it too. It was a show, <laughs> it was a show I did sophomore year, and we learned circus aerials. I learned uh, silks and trapeze and cage dance at this thing, this theater convention we have every year called Descon. I took classes there, and then they had professional aerialists come train us at school for the show. What that's crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I played the tuba. <laughs> so on today's topic, uh, this episode is called Fresh uh, Feral Talk Volume 2. If you checked into the last episode, that's what's up. It's another rendition of that. And we're breaking down everything that's been going on regarding life and everything going on in the world from the protests from the marches to the black lives matter movement we're gonna we're gonna really tap into some spiritual metaphysical and occult science today so let's jump right into it man so uh, go ahead and start now you want to start us off brother i mean you know me i always like to start off with a you know a little group you know discussion question type thing you know, I just want to know how y'all feel about, you know, everything that's going on, just personally, you know, in you all's lives. Well, I think, you know, me, I'm always the real, I'm always real optimistic on these things. Because, like, you know, as soon as I hear something, I'm going to go research into deepest, dark depths and be like, well, you know what I found? And I'm going to make you, I'm going to make, I like to make, I don't know, I guess I like, I make a lot of people scared with what I come up with. And so people be thinking that I'm like an agent half the time. They be like, man, what he know? You over here doing some, he doing some spooky stuff. But like, I, I like to get all the pieces I can to decipher what's really going on. Cause I'm a firm believer in the as above, so below. Cause there are direct correlations to things that go on in our solar system and on the cosmic level that attribute directly to what's going on down here. And I find that the best way to intertwine the word, the realms, you dig what I'm saying? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just listening. See, with me, I'm just like I try to take it all in and see what I can kind of get out of it. Because on one hand, or for once, once then we see more of our brothers and sisters getting gunned down, beaten like they are like some worthless, worthless like cattle or something like that. Like they ain't human no more. On the other hand, the same pain that we're feeling, more people as time going on is realizing, oh my goodness, they're like they're not they're not treated like just worse 
it's like, of course it's happened for a long time, but some people can always have an excuse like, oh, um, I didn't realize, oh, uh, what's it called? It may not be that bad, oh, uh, maybe uh, yeah, both sides. No, they're seeing it like for themselves, how ruthlessly they're killing and beating these people and that we're tired of them trying to fight back and create some better us for our future, for our kids, grandkids, and generations. So I'm just looking at both sides of it, like this can really change moving forward. Yeah. And this is the generation that has to change everything. We are the group of people who are going to completely shift everything. And it's like, as a whole, we fail to see the domino effect. As a whole, we fail to connect all of the dots. As a whole, we fail to watch these movies and dig deeper because everything that you see on TV is directly connected to something that's either happened already or it's going to happen. There's no such thing as a <laughs> Everything that's happening is written and we're not, as a whole, we're not piecing everything together and instead of acting Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I had a train of thought and I lost it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a, you know you tap in. Yeah, it's just us trying to find a balance right now, you know? And it's like, what do you do? And not only is it a balance for you individually, but it's a balance for everybody around you. Just trying to figure out what do we do next? You know, I think uh, as someone who works with younger kids, and I'm the oldest of a lot of siblings, it's like, what do I tell them? Oh, how do I give that information to such a young group and such a, I don't know, they're developing and just for them to have to feel. It's a lot, not only for myself, but just everybody else around me. So just finding balance. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with act you. Out of something. Just acting because mm -hmm. now I'm pissed. I'm just doing this because right. I'm mad now. <laughs> Instead of actually sitting down and mapping stuff out sit down yeah. writing things out sit down and strategize together because mm -hmm. that's when we're most powerful when we're spiritually in tune physically in tune and we have strategy mm -hmm. we got a lot of undirected we got a lot of like undirected energy you know within mm -hmm. the people right now and, and it's so you really see that exactly you know you hit a nail on the head because you see these people going out on the streets, you know what I'm saying? And what they're doing, maybe they're not going about it the best way, but what they're showing you is that they are upset and they have a lot of emotions that are unchecked right now. And there's no one really to funnel that into a constructive way. And so when you don't have that leadership, you know, that guidance to create something constructive, that's when you get the destructive behaviors. And mm -hmm. You know, it's not people just out here doing things, you know, just to do it. It's the fact that, you know, we've tried, you know, for years and years, we've tried to do it their way. You know what I'm saying? And that hasn't been working. You know, our black youth, our black elders, they still see people that look like them, you know, get assassinated in the street. They still see the discrimination. They still see the imbalances. And so now they're like, okay, you, you tried it your way, that didn't work. Now we're gonna try it our way. And you know, this is what we get. You know, unfortunately, this is just the result of years of trauma. You know, this is the result of years of pain. And you know, this is what it's come to. So now we really gotta 
you know, organize and find structure within the community and find structure in order to push us towards doing something constructive. Mm -hmm. No justice, and, no peace. <laughs> to me, uh, hold on, I lost my train of thought. Give me like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Key is to focus on one object until your brain re-rattles what was thinking oh, about. I had like so much going, oh, it came to me. All right, so with me, during this time i'm more focused on this the protests have been a reoccurring thing over the years so to me something isn't changing so my 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 biggest thing is what are the solutions right what are the tangible solutions that we can create because people love talking about breaking away from the system but don't do nothing to break away from the system and so i'm like okay so what are you what moves are we going to do this time to do this right right and I think that's always the constant thing because that's when people get so discombobulated because then you have the divide between people who really don't want to break away from the system and then you have those that do. And with me, if this is a reoccurring thing, it shows that they truly don't care and they know that it's going to blow over given due time and it's just going to take another 10 years of the cycle for it to repeat because it seems like we're stuck in a cypher that's never ended. 360, we just going. And it's just like, all right, give it a few more years. And it'll this get time. Again. Yeah, I think so. I think it can end this time too, because we're called Generation Z for a reason. And they ain't got nothing planned after that. So this is the final straw. So to me, I need, I want to have, you know, the, like to me, it's all about becoming self-sufficient. If you want to break away from something, you want to be self-sufficient. So with me, I've been working a lot with food now, like, you know, get a garden so you don't have to lean on these corporations that will close their doors on you in the matter of this, right? Because if you feed someone they're on your side, that's trust. You feed someone an empty stomach, they're going to follow you to the end of the world. You can give someone money and they, they won't pay you back. <laughs> it happened all yeah. the time. And they just act like they ain't never knew you. But when you feed someone, you get a bond. Because I've heard the saying that God is in the stomach. You know, so people will do crazy things over food. When you're hungry, you'll do some crazy stuff, man. You'll go crazy when you're hungry. And, you know, even piggybacking off of what you just said, I feel like in these times, a lot of corporations, you know, really show who they really are. Because if you ask me, you can't tell me that all these corporations that have something to say about what's going on didn't say something, you know, just because they wanted to keep that black dollar. You feel yeah. me? And so you got these huge billion dollar corporations. If nobody was watching them, you know, if nobody was going to hold them accountable for saying something in these times, then they would be silent right now. You yeah. know, it, it's because of the fact that the people are looking for them to say something that they have said something in the first place. These corporations that claim, oh, you know, we support Black Lives Matter, this, that, and the third. But, you know, for as long as y'all been a company or a corporation, y'all been doing shady stuff that, you know, goes against what you're saying right now. So, come on now, like. You know, it don't really take much to put two and two together. Like, oh, they just trying to save face right now. And I, I truly believe that for a lot of these corporations that they are just trying to save face. And they don't just, they don't want to see, like, they don't want to be outed as what they really are. Put them on the lever scale, boy. Shut them up. Wait and wait. <laughs> you know, the feather of my hat, but you put them on the scale. Is what you saying true? Right. right. They disappear. Right. They out. They outie, bro. Well, you're hard against the feather, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and the correlations that I find for the as above as below because you can see with our generation is that 
uh, well, here, here's what I uh, put together, that the day everything popped off with the riots and the protests and the looting, which was May 29th, right? And so that mm-hmm. same day, the sun was going through a solar minimum where the solar flares were going crazy. And they said the solar flares are a result of a large electromagnetic energy being produced. And if you know the science of melanin, you know that melanin gives off electromagnetic energy. That's why we're able to connect to the earth when we're grounded and earthing. So what that showed me was that we as a people tapped into some ancestral DNA and we popped off and the sun was like, whoa, hold on now, we pop off yeah. one too, man. We was like, so the people, they, they was invoking them ancestors. Them ancestors was like, man, we ain't here for that BS, bro. Y'all, y'all been playing with it too long. The warriors, like, oh, yeah, I've been coming out. They was not here for it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't they just record, like, one of the largest coronal mass ejections, like, ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was a solar minimal. And they was claiming they don't even, they, they didn't even know what it was. It was like, man, I don't know what's going on. That thing about to blow up. Like, the NASA was going crazy. <laughs> it's, it's no different than when people do global meditations and the UV rays and the sun are 10 times stronger the next day, yeah. right? It shows that when the collective hive mind is in tune, that the universe responds to it. That's why I believe in as above, as below, because it's mm-hmm. a direct correlation to what's going on out there can reflect what's going on here. That's why I believe astrology is a good indicator of not only time, but people, essentially. More than just, I'm this sign, I'm that sign, because you all signs, if you really tap in, you every sign at once, you just might be invoking one at this moment. And when you focus on the real nature of astrology and numerology, you can predict stuff. Like I forget which age we are now. Is it Aquarius? Yeah, we we leave in the age of Pisces, entering the age of Aquarius. Right, and that's the age of information. And this is why people are coming into it right now at such a mass rate. So you got people that are actually coming into this knowledge that are like, whoa, I see things for what they are. But then I think, how do we get those people who are coming into it? And it's too much for them at once, right? Because cause mm-hmm. someone got to guide them into this knowledge or they're going to be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm tapping out again. They're like, they going to go right back to sleep again. Mm-hmm. You can't overwhelm people. That's, it's that's just one of the so many factors that It's so many different factors. And it's like they seem so different, but they all go back to the same source. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like, I would agree. Everything is like so much and it's so easy to get overwhelmed and freak out because it seems like all these different things happening at once when really it's all the same thing and that is so mind-blowing to me how everything is just one interconnected. <laughs> everything is one mm-hmm. just gotta tap in <laughs> Honestly. Back. Back. but that's so much easier said than done Yes. Yeah. Yes. Rest like opinions, and you still got people hating on you. If you don't tap, right. And I think uh, one of the biggest components is I think so many people are trying to focus on getting us together, but I think the best way to get us together is to know thyself. Because when you know, when someone sees that you tapped into the point where you make a move, they will follow and be like, yo, let me tap in too. Because I think trying to get a herd of people to follow under you, you're going to have the people, you always going to have someone that disagrees with you. They gonna, and you're just going to have someone that starts their own group, which is why we have so many different opinions now, just because, you know, even with simple things like history, 
people are going to debate that for the rest of their life. So my thing is, okay, put the history aside. Let's focus on the future then. If we can't agree on the history, we can hopefully we can agree on the future, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, why waste time, you know, bickering over our history when at the end of the day, people are going to believe what they want to believe. And right. at this point, you know, if we're not about bettering ourselves and our own community and really taking our own destiny into our hands and not waiting for somebody else to pick up the pieces for us, then what are we doing? You know, we wasting time. Thanks. And the best way to change the system is to get into the system. Mm. We need people inside, with inside Facts. ears, inside eyes. Facts. I was... And actually do something. Right. We need people inside. And the way this country's foundation is, you can't expect something great to come off the foundation that was garbage to begin with. Right. This country was never great to begin with. Until we completely wipe it out and start over or wipe it out, take our stuff and get out. (laughs) Facts. Matter of fact, that leads me to like a whole nother tangent on why on how deeply rooted this system really is. And it's crazy. And I was talking to the guys yesterday about how crazy. Uh I was listening to a, a fellow Moore where he was talking about how uh when a police department is established within a, a community, they uh, they go to a bank and they get an insurance bond, right? That's based off the per capita in that city. What they don't tell you is this bond, uh, they make money off this bond by betting on how many people cops will kill this year. And that's how they make their money. But essentially, that's considered fraud. That's Rico. That's your mob. That's your, uh, you know, the Irishman. So how do they get away with that? They kill black or negroes because they by definition that's not a true ethnicity right there you ain't never seen people oh we're the blacks you know what i'm saying we're the negroes and so they make money off of that and what goes even deeper is that there are certain stocks like the dow jones and the nasdaq that make money off of our deaths so the dow jones especially they will go up anywhere between one to fifteen percent off of one of us getting killed and they make profit off of this so this shows you how deeply ingrained the system is just to try to wipe us out so how do we begin to destroy something that's so deeply rooted in hate Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a good question (laughs) one that sounds like a simple answer but it's simple it's not not simple but i think that the first thing would be Everything that I do or move out of love. I think that's what a lot of us are trying to do right now, but we get so caught up, no, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that we forget the overall big message or the overall big goal that we So when I'm talking to people about, you know, right now, I like to use the word listen. Just listen. Like before you even try convince somebody of your opinion, just listen to them. Because listen, you actually get, oh, okay, we're on the same page. It doesn't matter if you're a Martin or a Malcolm, a Booker T. Washington, Webb the Boy, you know, finding the same thing. But if we just listen, I think that's really how we can come together by listening to each other and not moving in a wrong, you're right type statement. You know, I, I definitely agree. You know, because 
a lot of the times when you find yourself trying to have an academic discourse with somebody in your own community, you know, things can get real combative real quick. And it's like, okay, you know, we both want to see the same thing. You know, all black people, well, most black people want to see things being done better and differently for their people. Now, how we get to that point, you know, may be different depending on who you're talking to. But, you know, if we have the same goal, and I don't see why when we're talking to one another, it can, you know, be bickering going back and forth because now that creates divide. And once you get a community divided within itself, once you get a community that's fighting within one another, you know, you don't even have to fight them. You know, they fighting themselves. They're destroying themselves. Exactly. So now we, we're already losing the battle about fighting within each other. You know what I'm saying? And that goes into anything. You know, take, for example, I've been saying this a lot on social media lately. You know, it's almost just like there's, it's a gender war happening between Black men and Black women. Yes. You know, and I don't understand it because now is the time when we're supposed to be unified more than ever. And, you know, do people not find it funny that in a time where civil unrest is, you know, at a high, now it's like, okay, well, we're going to pit them against each other. We see they trying to do stuff now. So, okay, cool. We see y'all trying to make moves. We put y'all against each other and then we'll see how y'all go. Because y'all not going to be coming together to make nothing happen if all black women think all black men are trash and all black men don't want to deal with As what's called, I think we need to move from what's called, remember Dwayne Hendricks, shout out Dwayne. He's going to move from protesting to contesting, you know what I'm saying? What's it, so, this, well, you know, they can live with us just what's called just talking to talk, you know. We, 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 get, we get angry, we shout, we group, what's called, we say we want change. They can live with that. But once you start contesting the weapons they use to divide us, you know, like what, obviously Europeans are masters of modern warfare in general. They know how to set, separate the people, cut us from our roots, cut off our supplies. Uh, they can get the psychiatric blow, like the them killings or firing of that mass group of rioters. Those are playing our heads to have us think, man, we're powerless. Man, I don't think we can do this. Man, I don't, we don't got enough to beat the system. On the other hand, if we start, you know, what's the growing your own food, uh, not letting them divide our what's called our what's it called men and women keeping us united by what's it called having other means to show that we're not we're 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 strong we're staying together we're foundation we're gonna keep on moving towards growth they can they can those weapons no longer work and they lose their main power mm -hmm. and it's funny you say that because i remember well back in middle school i heard of this book called behold a pale horse written by i think william cooper who was an ex-cia agent and in his book he talks about so many things that go on now and he wrote this back in the 90s before they killed him and uh he talked about this thing called, what was it? Uh, Don, do you remember? It was like Silent War, Quiet Weapons, I think. Silent silent Weapons, Quiet Wars. There we go. Yeah, I see a little dyslexic there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what was happening on. They was uh, trying to divide back then. And he even writes about how the CIA was implementing things as simple as the TV to break up the household, right? Like you have, all right, now you got the father sitting in the household, so he's not interacting with his wife or the kids. And so then the wife is, the conflict starts there, just off the something called the tail-eye vision, right? Tail-eye vision. And so it's playing with you simply as that, just as to mess up things further down the line. So it was so many things going on up under our nose that when a big issue comes, 
we was too busy bickering over the small stuff to even pay attention and understand the bigger impact that it was having. And to me, that's ridiculous about like how far they would go to stop it, right? Because they know the strongest power is unification, right? Yeah, if we unify, we can accomplish anything. If everybody just sits down and goes inside instead of, you know, just going inside within self, we can just, just like that. We can, I'm sick of this. All right, game over. Snap your fingers. Game, right? It's, you know, these multi-billion dollar corporations, these quote-unquote elites or higher-ups, they're completely outnumbered. You feel what I'm saying? And so if we collectively would just like, okay, cool, Chick-fil-A don't care about us, fine. Tomorrow, we're not eating no Chick-fil-A across the nation. You know what I'm saying? We say we keep that going. Chick-fil-A's going out of business. They're not making any money. They know that we have to say so. Now, if we knew that we had to say so, that's when we could start changing things. We'd be acting like we don't have the power to change stuff, but we do. All we got to do is make a collective effort. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about, um, you know, things going to be different for this generation. We're not like our ancestors. And, you know, on a positive note, that's true. But you can also look at it in another way because the our ancestors, they gave up something as essential as public transportation. They boycotted buses, things they needed to get to and from work. And, you know, things they needed in order to, you know, pursue their livelihoods. They literally boycotted something as essential as that. But somebody could come out right now and tell you your favorite food spot that you love to go to every week. Don't care about black people. And 90% of us would be like, well, they just going to have to say it to my face before I stop eating their food. And that's where you see the disconnect. Because, like, come on now. We're trying to start a movement. We're trying to start a revolution. We got to be able to sit beside things such as, oh, well, I mean, they they make, they got good chicken. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, they sandwich is good. Uh, I don't know if they, don't, they don't really like black people, but they got good food. Now nah, we got to get out of that mindset. Food. <laughs> right, right, right. What do you right. think that makes it so good? It, it, speaking of that. This chicken to make it not taste like chicken <laughs> <laughs> telling us it's gonna be like um oh man well what show was it where they found out the chicken the boondocks everybody was going crazy over the chicken they found out the chicken had cocaine in it it's gonna be like that <laughs> and to me, cartoons man to me it's the power and this is why i've been focusing on food for like the past few months because i think the power in it is highly underrated to the extent because last week me and the crew we went out and we went down to Atlanta on this Black-owned farm by Everyone Eats ATL. And we took this food and donated it to the hoods in Atlanta. And the reaction to those people was ridiculous. They were so amazed. And we like, it's down the street. And it was like, it's five-minute walk, maybe. And this is our food here for you. Like We're growing this specifically for us so we can be self-reliant and self-sufficient. Because if those corporations shut their doors to us, you would starve just because you wouldn't even know there's access to food that we have just for you, just for us, right? Mm -hmm. That we're pushing this into our communities. And those these people were always going, they were so amazed, you know? And that's a good thing because it was, it was powerful, but at the same time, this was down the street and it was crazy how much they didn't know. Because at the end of the street, it was a KFC. 
when they have a so farm on the other side. I remember that was like a terrible location for a KFC, but they're like, oh no, we're right down them projects, you know, trying to get to us. It's right there. It's local. It's convenient. So they're going to go to that before going right. to the marketplace like two blocks away. Mm -hmm. It really are. makes you wonder. You can go. <laughs> oh, my fault. My fault. <laughs> uh, you know, it really makes you wonder when you have something like a self-sufficient Black-owned farm that's minutes away from where you live and almost nobody in your community knows about it. But then the KFC on the corner, everybody know about that. They got they drive through line wrapped around the building. And that really just don't sit right with me because it doesn't take much for you to go out and support something like that. Uh, someone really you know, you know for a fact is doing something for your good. You know what I'm saying? The fact that they brought people together to bring fresh produce for free to the residents. So you know these people, okay, we're trying to give them healthy food, but we also gonna give them healthy food at no cost because we want to show them that we're doing this for them. But then you got this multi-billion dollar corporation on the corner who food got, you know, whoever knows what's in it. Everything and, that shouldn't be in your body. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, you know, that just don't sit right with me. And the fact that this is just one community, you know, it's... Right. Houses and communities across the nation that could be in this same situation, which most likely are in the same situation. Right. And but it's they, about money and power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing we learned from helping them out, what was uh, spoken to us by one of the event organizers, was that when it comes to voting, he said the poor vote in the rich lobby. Now, now, and I taking that into context, you don't never hear rich people telling you to go outside and vote. Cause they yeah. they usually don't. They usually lobby. They 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 have a group, right? Like the NRA, they'll go up to their congressman's house and be like, hey, if you don't get XYZ passed, we won't vote for you. And to them, the congressman, that's more scary than saying someone saying you you won't uh, essentially just the voting process never because you always notice the People running never feel scared when it's voting season, but any other time they on ice, they be like, got to make sure I'm doing X, Y, Z. So if you threaten just by going, hey, we ain't going to vote for you next time, that's enough to make them go like, all right, guess I have no choice. And you see this even in interviews, right? I watched the interview of a dude talking about 5G, a senator, and they was like, well, what's your stance on 5G? He said, whatever my constituents say. I was like, what? You don't even have an wow. opinion. He said, whatever gets me back in office. So this shows that they're just yeah. slaves to us, right? They're essentially our slaves if they want to go that deep. What we say will influence, all right, we won't vote for you. That's just saying, oh, let me go ahead and, uh, it's bad, it's bad, it's terrible. It, it will kill you in one day. Like, that will make them do whatever you need rather than, you know, because for me, the voting simple the voting system can be so easily tampered with. And though mm -hmm. I, I, lo I love the idea of always voting in local community elections, it can be so easily tampered with it. It makes you mad sometimes. We're like, while, while the rich are just saying, oh, we didn't vote, but we threatened him. Like what? Right. They done set a movie. I mean, they done set a meeting up with they uh they local congressman, they local senator. They ain't need stuff in the booth, but they getting everything they want. You know what I'm saying? They ain't even gotta go in and, and get no ballot. They just pull it up to old homie house, and they was like, all right, see this what we want. Old homie. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. They said this what we want, and you gonna make it happen. Yeah. 
and that's what it is. That's how it goes now. That was one of the fundamental flaws stating like the Federalist Papers by Madison saying that people are going to act more in their own self-interest rather than the country as a whole. So they'll, they will rather say what they have to say to get back in office and get their position than say we actually think and what could benefit us as a country as one. So Facts. That boy done brought up his AP U.S. history. It's burning here, bro. (laughs) Yo, the fact that lobbying is even legal and it's not even being utilized tells you it needs to be used. Like, like, no one even knows about lobbying. They teach you about lobbying like maybe one time, and that's about it. Because they always, they always, the things that are the most important. They they put like a they put they give it a little tiny box at the end of the page in your textbook. It's like lobbying. You like, no, you don't need to know about that. Just vote. And uh, what's right, crazy? Man. The people that do know about lobbying, they want to abolish it. You know what I'm saying? They're like lobbying right. is unfair. Well. Obviously, it's not going nowhere. So we might as well use it for our own benefit. <laughs> right. We need to use it. <laughs> right. We exactly. need to use it. Which, we need to know how to effectively use it. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to a very a question I've been asking a lot of people lately. I said, who has more power? A president who's in there for a max of eight years or a senator who's been, who's been in it for 40 plus years, right? Congress. Congress the president is just the face. Right, yeah. he's just a figurehead. The only true power he has is an executive order, right? That's when he's like, I'll write this here. But anything else, that's why they have gridlock able to happen in Congress. Mm-hmm. Like, Congressmen, Congressmen make the actual laws. All the president can do is say yes or no. And even if he says no, they can they just can, they can override override it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that Bro, literally shows imagine. you. So if the senator been there for 40 plus years. What he say probably gonna go. I'm just saying. He he seems more deadly than someone who's just here for 40. Because essentially, let's say if it's a new president who ain't ever been president, he get in the office. They like, hold on, man. You new around here, man. Step out the seat, man. We've been here. You got 30 people in your seat when you walk in. You know how ridiculous that is? Bro, and then even thinking about it like this, if a senator been in office for decades and the world is what it is now, you know that they ain't been doing nothing for black people that whole time. <laughs> you know for a fact. <laughs> and it's ridiculous, man. Because to me, I, I just see like, to me, I look at it like lines of cold. I just be like, look at the games they playing, right? Like, mm-hmm. experience. You're right. Uh, experience. Even with the candidates for this upcoming election, man, they both clowns. They both clowns. I mean, I think Trump is self-explanatory. I don't even think we need to speak on that. <laughs> the yeah, only thing I can even commend him on is how he acted the act to catch all them pedophiles like Weinstein and Epstein. That I clap for. I'm like, get him out of here. Even though he is one of the pedophiles. Right, he one of them. He's trying to bring everybody down with him. <laughs> he, if he going down, he bringing everyone with him. It's like, oh, me? Shoot, well, let me tell you the list, because uh, right. you got it in his back pocket. You can do this to me? Right. Well, have you heard of so-and-so? <laughs> and let me tell you about this guy. Well, this was a good one. Right I got here. it in my phone right here. Watch. Back in right. 87, back in 87, Epstein and I, bro, let me tell you what we did. Like, what is wrong with this, man? And Biden, I think Biden is, like, uh, just as big as a show, because if he was really for the people, he was, a, he was VP for eight years and nothing has happened. So I think he's just this easily misconcepted, but I think just the term Democrat is enough to pull people into his flaws as well. 
because Don, what you showed me like two weeks ago still has me like kind of scared with the current case of crimes against humanity, right? With Bro, all these names. So many people being and sued his, right now. Joe Biden's name is on there. Matter of fact, let me pull it up, man, because it's ridiculous, right? It's I was so looking at it like, you know. And people. So let here it goes. So the plaintiff, it's a case that was filed back in December, right? 16th, right before the New Year's. And 2019? Yeah, December yeah. 16th, 2019. And it's for victims of persecution, rape, torture, concentration camps, sex, human, and organ trafficking, organ harvesting in China, Hong Kong, America, around the world. Uh, Christians are under fire, as in the whole area of Rome and the Pope. The John Doe's, which are the people that's not going to be named, and the defendant list is ridiculous. It's like 50 people. It's like Hillary, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, the whole Google LLC, Amazon, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Donald Trump. And these people are all in court right now in trial against the crimes against humanity for all those current things. So to me, I'm just like, what? Whoa, wait, when did this even happen? This has been going on for decades. And mm -hmm. I believe that if Biden gets in, well, actually Biden has stated that he will pardon this case if he gets in office. So he like, all of us are free. We can go back to doing our same pedophile stuff. And I was just like, <laughs> does no one hear this? This dude is insane. So to me, I think they're all like, they're just pawns. They are. And it's very, it can be very discouraging. Because when I found this out, I was, I was through my phone. I was like, I don't even know what to do no more. Cause this is ridiculous. Like, bro, the name I don't even crazy. know how I found that, bro. Like, I'm just researching and I find it. And I was like, I was dumbfounded because I was like, these names. And you can go in there and you can literally recognize every single name on a defendant list. And literally. that's a problem. Right. It's like, that's a problem. But this these are the like harvesting. Right, black budget, black operation stuff on here. Sad. Even even George Soros and his management, the people that started the funding, the actually the person that started the funding for the Black Lives Matter movement is on here. So I was like, wait a minute, if his funding team is under trials against humanity, what did they really do with this money? What was that quote by him again? Oh yeah, let me read the quote by George Soros, right? This is the funder, this is the dude who started the funding of Black Lives Matter. And this is why I don't, he said our greatest power over Blacks is that we control everything they believe. We control their education, their news, their entertainment, all their statistics, their image of themselves. He said this therefore allows us to innuate Blacks with this information designed to instill the myth of white superiority and Black self-hatred into their minds. And I was like, so this, this who funded it. So clearly he racist and he funded it. He, so, he knew it and he played into it. And so so to me, I was just like, he put 33 mil into this. I don't even trust it. Cause I feel, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for Black Lives Matter, of course. But in the sense of the movement, I feel like it's almost a play. I feel like he I feel like he's sitting back, he's sitting back laughing right now. If he has the nerve to make this comment, then like I'm gonna throw in 33 million though. Yeah, let's see what they do with that. People like I look at it as two types. You got you got of course like though like Trump and him are like the armed robbers, right? Like he he came to the bank, he bust in, dropped three guards, put the gun to the man's head, got the money in the bag, dip like GTA style type stuff. 
Meanwhile, the hidden ones like Biden, they're the online hackers. They at they're in, in their house mm-hmm. doing it secretly under stealth, getting the same amount of money, but no one knows he's done it until the money's gone already. They're just like, oh my God. They the Lester's. They the Lester's, yes. bro. <laughs> yes, bro. He's funding the whole operation. He probably worse than maybe the ones doing it up front with the same crime. Right. And just finding that about the George Soros uh, thing was enough to have me question the whole movement in itself. Because, like, again, he's sitting back laughing during this now. Oh, and I was so upset when I started doing more research about the Black Lives Matter movement because when everything was going down, you know, my first reaction was completely emotional. I'm like, you know what? We going out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? We about to show these fools. They can't mess with us. I'm making hashtag Black Lives Matter posts and everything. I'm about to show them what's up. And then I started doing more research, and it's like, wait. You tell me all the millions we donated to y'all, like my people are donating to you, don't even go to black people. You tell me they going to Democratic candidates that have shown us that right. they don't it care about us already. Biden campaign. I was saying, so I was like, so what's what's really going on? And then it really just upset me even more because we have so many black people that are upset and that want change and have their hearts in a right place, but they're being led astray by these corporations and this movement that claims to be for us is diabolical. Like, it's beyond evil. Trying to feed into what's it called, you know, they know anger, faith, I mean, dread, fear. Those oppositions of like, you know, like thinking and well and strategic thinking. Like, if you're so wound up in those emotions, you're just going to go with the first, you know, riot, act, destroy, fight resist stuff like that meanwhile if we just take a moment on feel feel the emotions understand them but still use them as a drive to think strategically unite on a smarter attack plan then we'll go forward but um, a lot of people just haven't got to that strategic side of them yet they're still on the whole fact that oh no if they shoot my brother i'm shooting back they ain't gonna take them down like this and that's that's the big problem at the moment (laughs) but but, and i agree exactly with what y'all just said and to me Again, this goes back to what is the solution, right? Because even during this time, a lot of celebrities have definitely shown their hand, right? They've shown where they stand in this. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yep, right, you you cancel, right? Since y'all trying to cancel people, you definitely cancel, especially a lot of these black celebrities because they've shown their hand. Some of them, I think, are boule now, without a doubt. Like, I don't even see y'all in any type of light. If you know me, you know I love T.I., but I don't even look at him the same, right? He talking about blackout day for one day, man. Make that junk every day. If this the case, as much money as he got, he could have made a black community easy. Especially artists who've had to change their platform to equate to the times because all they talk about is drilling one another, right? Sure, we get down, you know, we this this that woo is that you know you get to it and all that. But at the end of the day, what is this music doing for the culture other than having each other kill each other, right? Mm-hmm. So they got to change their platform just to even make themselves stay relevant. Because right now they are no longer relevant, which is why certain artists are waiting for this to blow over so they can get back to promoting their death music again. But you right. can't just wait for something to blow over because who's to say that it's going to blow over? Right. Nothing is ever the same as it used to be. After right. this time period, because this is such a universal shift, like mm-hmm. everything is shifting. This isn't just a physical realm shift. The spiritual right. realm is literally shifting and Fair wiping enough. people out. Like... This is more of a spiritual battle than anything. Max. Max. So, like, 
<laughs> in a way, in a way, you're screwed. I, I seen, I seen remnants of the spiritual uh, battle going on back during COVID, right? Because a lot of ancestors that's been preaching this knowledge started passing over to the other realm. You know, rest in power to Doctor Lika Africa. He's one of the biggest ones who was promoting health. And they were, and then people out of nowhere started having these crazy vivid dreams. They was like, yo, I've been dreaming crazy stuff. And they were saying that they, it's been a war in the spiritual ethereal realm and the backlash is seeping over into our dimension. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oof, that, that deep. <laughs> like even, and even if you, if you study astrology and numerology, it makes even more sense. Cause right. it's like every is aligned right now right we're going time periods that we haven't been in in decades right mm -hmm. it's a it's a so you can't say that this person. is already written in stone that this isn't supposed to be happening that's right. why i am telling people find peace mm -hmm. in knowing that everything that's happening right now it seems really bad right now but it's gonna be okay because it's written in stone facts but it's yep. only going to be okay if we contribute. I don't understand right. why people are talking <laughs> and then continue to talk to me. Get out of my room. <laughs> 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 <You're talking>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, even with the Mayans, bro, like when you, they actually have found out that, you know, when they made the movie 2012, right? You know, it was just yeah. like natural disasters everywhere. I used to love that movie, man. I used to be like, whoa, that tsunami, huge, man. I don't think I can swim in that. But, <laughs> it, would, <laughs> but it would be, it turns out the 2012 in the Mayan calendar, there is a difference of eight, and it's 2020. And I would just it's like, man, at this point, you can't tell me they ain't know what they was, they, you cannot tell me they ain't know what they, they got up out of here. They was like, oh, really? Man, we ain't even gonna be here that long. Let's dip, y'all. Peace, Nate miraculously disappeared they just left their vessel and was like man earth kind of trash man yeah i know man they about to get crazy Who you up telling? so many Bro. movies and so many shows warn us like this right like at the oh. end of planet of the apes <laughs> I, was I was literally thinking about that jump too right with the virus i was just like bro the movie contagion you mm -hmm. remember that movie in like 2011 and right. then it was a show on cw called containment and it was mm -hmm. about when a virus broke out and it was in Atlanta, bro. The Walking bro. Dead. Right. Please like that. Oh my God. <laughs> they tell you and they make it, they make fun of it. They like, they ain't about to go. They, they, they laugh when they make this movie. They're like, hey, look, we're gonna put this here. And they yep. And they just be right. they be cacking it up. And you watch it, you go over like, that was a great non-fiction. They always put the movies that right. This is like this should never happen. They science put fiction. science fiction, right? Really I mean, look at that junk like. What the, when I've seen Avatar, right? Blue people Avatar. in the world. I was like, oh, Where? cool. There go my spirit body. I just, right. oh, wow, huh. All right, cool. But they put a sheet. That ain't real, man. It's science fiction. No, it's not. Fiction at this point, I've learned more from myths than I have from nonfiction at this point. Seriously. Who are you telling? I don't learn more from comic books and textbooks. Bruh, and I stand on that <laughs> hill to the day I die. <laughs> Literally. I literally keep books just when we look. Hold on, here a book I've been reading, right? The ISIS thesis, right? Mm -hmm. I've literally put together so much astrological, astrological things just from this book that have NASA has just confirmed that the Egyptians have been doing back who knows when. 
in a picture, just some pictures. And they was like, yeah, this is X, Y, Z. And we got to have this whole non-states explained version, right? I was just like, so this picture told me, you ain't have to say all them. Them words don't even, those not even words. <laughs> you just making right. up stuff to prove your case or to debunk this, right? They always tell you the Egyptians were savages because they couldn't understand it. It's beyond your dialect. But me, this is second nature. I'm like, oh, that's definitely, mm -hmm. yeah, I see that. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's crazy how they paint that picture. They would tell you, you know, oh, these people, they didn't know how to do what they were doing. Like, they came, you know, across all these discoveries by accident. They weren't really trying to do this math or this science. You know what I'm saying? There's no way they could have done this thousands of years ago. But they tried to, they tried to tell you that because they're trying to play. They're trying to show you that, well, what we have right now, this is the most advanced that we've ever been. No, it's not. You go That's back right. thousands of years ago, right? Like we really been regressing and not progressing. And so yeah. now you see, okay, if they'll lie about something like that, then that just makes you wonder what 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 would they tell the truth about? What would they lie about now? Right. You know what I'm saying? You just you lying about something as simple as, oh, these these ancient people, you know, they didn't really know how to do this math. Come on they now. created the math. Right. Exactly. Sounds it sounds better saying they took control and usurped some savages and saying they deceived and connived some intelligent people and whitewashed their history. It sounds way better for them to think, oh, they didn't know what they were doing, so we saved them. And you know what really be pissing me off? Because they use our science because they don't erase it from our books and they make rituals out of it, right? These All these Confederate statues that's going down were on top of native burial grounds, right? These sacred sakes of energy, and they corrupted it with a Confederate statue. We're going to put Lee here. Yep. They take it down to a burial site, like all that energy, right? So I think what they weren't expecting from our generation was all the spiritual and ancestral energy we had inside. They was like, they ain't going to do nothing. Or if they do, they ain't going to do too much. And they, they in the back over there scratching their heads. So who calculated this? Did the Egyptians say this in uh, Tomb 7-1-B? They was like, I, I wasn't ready for this generation. They wasn't ready for it. So we hit them with a little bit. You know, they've they, they been trying to spirit cook us for so long. We had to hit them back like, nah, man, ain't this time. It ain't going down like that. Yeah. And that's, that's why I think right now the media is so important. Artists are so important because... To me, whatever you could think of your in your head, you can have in your head, right? right? Exactly. So when it comes to, I'm seeing like a lot of artists starting to come out and making stuff, da -da -da -da, things mm -hmm. out. There. Like you guys were saying, like the manifestations of um, movies and non <laughs> that we read coming to life. Like that stuff is real. Whatever you can think right. in your head will come out and you can work with your hands. So I feel like right now, if we can try to, put our stuff out there, whether that's in nonfiction or, you know, music, whatever that is, mm -hmm. you're putting out that energy of, oh, you're going to hear me. You're going to see my, you know, you're going to see my spirit ties. You know? right. Just right. stuff, putting stuff out there, putting that energy out there. I think that that's going to help a lot. It is. I was watching this video on YouTube the other day and it was such a beautiful message. They were saying how the key to rapid manifestation is to feel it. 
Mm. You can easily say something, you can easily think something, but everything that you think and say has to go somewhere. Everything is a vibration, everything is a frequency. But when you feel it in your heart and you truly, genuinely feel the presence of whatever you're manifesting, that's how you bring it. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was just so beautiful because you were talking about artists and stuff. And I, I really love seeing that, like everybody getting out of their shells and speaking and not just saying any old thing, not because music, art, they're spells. Mm-hmm. So it's spelling, everything that you do. So I love seeing artists putting out things to uplift each other now. That's one thing that I do appreciate about us. Because anybody, people can say whatever they want about uh, our generation. But one thing is, we're going to create and we're going to uplift each other. We might yeah. get mad and not like each other, but at the end of the day, I love you. Right. And at the end of the day, we fight in the same battle. Mm-hmm. 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 So artists, keep creating. Keep creating. <laughs> keep creating. Keep creating. <laughs> Everyone keep creating. And keep feeling. I think this is, I don't want this to be something that makes us numb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great on. point you just made. Because when things like this happen, and you have people who have so much emotion, but they still got to wake up and go to work or wake up and go to school and carry on with their day-to-day activities. It's almost like, okay, I got to suppress this particular part of me in order to function and be able to do what I need to do in order to live. And you do that for days, weeks, months at a time, and then you become desensitized. And then you get to a point where it's like, you know, I can see a black person get murdered in the street, but it won't register to me. It's just like, oh, just another day in America. You know, it is what it is. On to the next. And that's when that's when things will really take a turn for the worse. Because the last thing we need is for people to see injustices happening and just think that that's the norm. That's what's supposed to happen. That's okay. You know, just move on. You know, I'll, I'll worry about the next one. No, we're fighting so that there isn't a next one. That's what this whole thing, that's what it's all about. There, There needs to not be a next one. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's, sad and it's a lot. It's, it's really easy to wake up and let social media dictate how the rest of your day goes. Right. That's why I highly encourage people, when you wake up, don't even touch your phone. Like, wake up, go take your vitamins, eat something, drink a bottle of water and sit outside. Yo. Or do something that makes you peaceful. Do something that brings you peace. You set the tone for your day. Right. It's, 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 it's not our media. Social media right. can be tampered with. This is false news. Right. It's not real. It's just stuff to distract you from the bigger picture even more. Literally. Or keep you disconnected. Turn that phone Very off. True. Turn it off. The right now to the extent where like to me, I don't, whenever there's a killing, there's a video, I don't watch it because I feel like that's trauma porn for the mind. Like, I don't want that in my psyche, right? And people be like, Aaron, you watch that video? No, I'm not about to watch that. I'm not about to watch my brother get killed. And then, because when I see that in my psyche, the first thing you're going to have is emotion, rage, anger, right? You're going to invoke some Aries energy and you're going to pop off on the next person that try you. Like, no cap. Like, I watched one video, I'm at Kroger. Person say, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good, man. Back in his room, he's like, okay. I mean, yeah, man, I'm straight, man. I'm good, man. Like, I was <laughs> not here for it. Mm-hmm. And 
it's, I think it's trauma for the mind. I think we got to very, speaking of that, we got to be very careful of the words we say, right? Like, mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't wear a mask that says I can't breathe, right? Because the subconscious mind can't tell the difference. Like, that's casting a spell. So say you're in a situation and you speak the words, I can't breathe. The subconscious is like air out the lungs. <gasps> Boom. Now you really can't breathe because you put that in your psyche. Your, your mind your mind can't tell the difference. That's why when you manifest, if you have any doubt in your head, it ain't going to happen. Right? It's like that's, when you that's, speak the words. What's, let me try to, I'm trying to think of a sentence. Like, hmm. Like, well, I hate it here. Like, go ahead. Right. I hate it here. It's a big one. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you hate Tell it. Tell the universe, you don't want to be here. <laughs> you like, right. bet. You know I'm saying, I hate circumstances. You're saying, I don't want to be here. Take me off this earth. I hate it here. And you, you know what's also a really big one? People saying they don't want something because mm-hmm. the mind, the subconscious yes. can't tell the difference between do or don't. So you saying, you know, I don't want to lose my job or I don't want to get a bad grade on this test. All your subconscious here, all the universe here is, all right, I want to lose my job. I, I want a bad test. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're so ingrained into that. I don't want, I don't want. You keep saying it over and over and over again. And you manifest that to the physical world. It and like, I want. Man. It's like you want. Right. Man. Why are all these I mean, bad things You got what you asked for. <laughs> right. You, like, you literally getting what you asked for. And, and I get both sides. Yeah. I've been getting both sides past semesters in college. Like, I, I mean, you guys are here to attest to it. Because I've literally oh, yeah. had first semester. I was like, man, I ain't going to fail this class. I'm going to end up with a B. Put it on the sticky note. Put it on my dorm wall. I took that final. I was like. I don't know what I did, but let's hopefully I came. I went from an F to a B. I was like, man, what I tell y'all? Man? Well, <laughs> the next semester, I had a class I was doing terrible in. I was like, I think I might fail it. Bro, I almost failed that class till I started going ham on the meditation and med. I'm talking about I had a case for the class that I had to beat where the teacher tried to accuse me of plagiarism. And I fought that case from April to June, like literally trying to defend myself because I played too much in the for my psych my uh you know subconscious mind playing around and I might fail. Game was like, oh you trying to fail, huh? It was like, well let me I got something for that. It was like let me open it. It was like he about to fail. I was not here for it. And I was like, I gotta gotta stop playing with these manifestations. Cause you manifest things you don't want a lot easier. Because when you say it, you might say you joking. You know you're not joking. That's why you said right. it. <laughs> oh and that joke used to happen to me all the time in school. Like, before we had an assignment, before we had a test, I would always say, yeah, I'm about to get an A on this. I'm about to get an A on this. And I would say that every time. Now, did I get an A on it every time? No. But I wasn't about to sit there and put that thought into my head that I'm about to fail. Like, at least if I put that positive energy, now it's like, okay, we see that you got that positive vibration. Now you put the work for it, and eventually you're going to get the success. You know what I'm saying? That you're looking for. It might not happen right then and there, but eventually your success is going to come. And that's what happened to me. Like, you know, it wasn't immediate success, but, you know, like I said, everything is on divine timing. Everything happens for a reason. And, you know, at the end of the day, I got what I asked for. Mm-hmm. And how we direct this energy is important. That's why I tell for people we need to go inside ourselves, right? Because mm-hmm. the power of meditation is immense right that's why they always try to write it off as nonsense 
Dude, you can meditate for 10 minutes. You can meditate for five minutes and make something pop up and you'd be crazy. You'd be like, what in the world? Yo, we had an episode one time on the show where we was talking about, what, what was the kind of car we was talking about? Like a red Camaro? And then oh, yeah. said, it's not like red like, Camaro. <laughs> he was like, if you think about a red Camaro, you're going to see a red Camaro. I kid you all not, the next day, I saw at least 10 red Camaros while I was out driving. I kid you not. Like, I can't make this stuff up. And that's how you know your mind is such a powerful thing. Like, if you right. can change the way you think, imagine the things that you can do right. just by right. changing the way that you view the world. It's all about perspective. Because we're all in the universe. We're all here. Right. Like, I don't, you know, I don't discriminate against anybody's religion, whatever. But in most religions, they say, product of my creator you are you are a product of your creator creator so right definitely you're part of the universe you're connected in the truth right into existence mm-hmm. right we we are literally one with the universe there's literally we have the same component of a star you ain't gonna tell me i'm not a star i can look at the sun like hey there go me up there people like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you what you talking about <laughs> Oh, right. I was literally. I, I'm out. pretty sure you are a human, man. I don't know about you. I'm stardust, bro. I'm out, bro. I can just dip right. and play with me. Well, I, was, I was just out on a nature trail yesterday, and it was dummy hot outside. I'm talking about the sun just beaming. I'm out. Everybody like, man, it's hot out here. I'm like, nah, this sun is beautiful. I love right. the sun. The sun doing great things to me right now. They're like, bro, no, I need some shade. Like, I don't need no shade. You see what that light doing? That light activating this melanin right here. I can like, stay out here all day. Right. Literally. And this is the perfect time to activate our melanin and use it for the purpose we want it. You inside, no, go outside and talk, right? That's why you protest outside. You don't protest in the house. You don't walk around your house. We want, no, you go outside and activate it. You know, we're crazy. You look up here running around with a sign in your house. We won't change. What if you don't take your ass outside? (laughs) (laughs) I think we got to be careful of how they, the word, because what uh, our last guest told us was the word pro means for. So the protest means you for the test. So I think they even play with our words to trick you on how you acting. Because if you want something to change, you would contest it, right? Contest it. And I was sitting there like, whoa. That's why it's called, they call it Congress because they always fighting. It's not called progress. Because if it was called progress, something would get done. And it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that right there. And I'm just like, wow. English language. <laughs> Literally, English language ain't nothing but spells of Moorish, Moorish code that it done destroyed. Now, I can't even look at words. I look at words as numbers. I'd be like, and you know, my favorite number, 44. Now, I'd be like, 44, oh, that's the number right there. Law 44, mm-hmm. tap into that one right there. Mm-hmm. And I've heard we're on the 40, uh, law 44 is all 2020 is about. And there's a duality to that. And what 44 means is that there will be bloodshed. So I've heard from, you know, people such as like Blue Pill and Red Pill. And they've told us that there will be blood that comes with it. But if you use this energy right, creation will come for it. Because 44 is all about the duality of things and the duality of life, right? And so that's what you tap into, man. Like you said, you know, with things having a certain duality, a lot of people tend to only look at one aspect of things, you know, and that's across all aspects of life. You know, for example, a lot of people like to focus on 
the the concept of death and i tell people without the concept of death we have no concept of life you know mm. what i'm saying like if people didn't die we wouldn't know what life was if we didn't know what sadness was we wouldn't know what happiness is if we didn't know what hate was we wouldn't know what love is so you got to understand that these things are all interconnected they're just two different sides to the same coin so everything that's happening now that just shows you that okay if it's another side to the coin of all of this when everything is equal like everything has an equal and opposite reaction we know that from physics so <laughs> if there's something that's equal and opposite of all the hate and destruction that's happening now then that means we got love and creation coming right around the corner we just got to make sure to use that energy in the right way mm-hmm. and yo it's crazy because like what's what do the egyptians prepare for since when they born the only thing they talk about is death they live their whole culture is based off of death they like all right you born let's hope you leave so you can go do some magical stuff in the universe you don't want to be here like if you come out the womb they like so the coffin <laughs> how you want your coffin right. <laughs> They t- it was uh, stories of people who were known as breathitarians that would live off just their breath alone, right? Because the air was so pure. They knew how they knew the science of breathing. Because there's even science to breathing. That's why I say we got to be careful when you say I can't breathe. And they there are stories of them living to 200 years old. People are like that's amazing. But when they would write down, when they started, they'd be like, "This is a prison. We cannot wait to leave." Right? <laughs> like they were ready to leave this realm so they can do as they wanted to tap into that cosmic energy because if you get the power here is great but think about the power once you leave this vessel right if you can go and sprinkle some magical pixie dust on your homie he like homie you still here hold on bro so let me get you some <laughs> dough real quick so <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm trying to tap out like a good 40 i just want to be like <sighs> well who you telling i'll be telling what? folks i'll be like look <laughs> Look, I ain't trying to be here too long. All right, I'm just trying to do what I need to do and go on. I need to do. You right? Me? Give me a farm, buy me some land, give me some food, but like this for y'all. And then, boy, next day we're airing. Man, he left y'all. What you mean he left? He, he just gone. He had a Wu Tang shirt on and some pants. He gone. They just on the bed. Yes, I'm telling you. And next thing you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a, the sun gonna be extra bright the next day, and I'm like, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, I tell my guys the story all the time. I tell them like, if I go before them, they gonna know because I'm, I'm gonna do something that only we would know or something so retarded. Like I tell Roger, like a book gonna fall off his shelf, and it's gonna be something that only I say. He gonna be like, man, that boy's still bothering me when he goes. He's so annoying. <laughs> and. This is the time to tap into that energy because it's immense right now. Like the timelines are converging, right? The universe is like, we here, we out you, we here, we throwing it at you. It's literally throwing at you. So it's like, you can come, come, how this thing, like, yeah, come on, change. Yeah, like just like that, like instantly. The power of the mind is but a minefield of discovery. Infinite, it's infinite, man. Like, I'm reading a book right now called Think and Grow Rich by um, Dennis Kimbrough and Napoleon Hill. And it's a financial book. And literally, the first chapters, it's all about manifestation. It's all about the power of the mind. That's all they talk about. I say, what you, your overwhelming thoughts, that's going to become your reality. You know, whatever you think, that's going to become, you know, what you, what happens physically. They were talking about literally ideas. It was like, everybody likes to, you know, say ideas are just ideas but it's like 
literally every single thing that's physical right now started off as an idea in someone's head. It's like every single thing that you can see right now was once an idea. So that just shows you the power of ideas. You know what I'm saying? Ideas run the world. And when you collect that hive mind, this same power could be used towards our movement, our goals right now to create change. We can create change in the blink of an eye. If everyone was on, not even necessarily on one accord, but if everybody just went within self, five minutes even, five, just even five minutes if you can't, if you can't sit still, but five minutes. Right. And yeah. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah. A lot and one person's it. weakness is another person's strength. So we don't even okay. have to necessarily everybody in the world talk and let's <laughs> map this out. Like <laughs> it doesn't even have to be anything extreme like that. It's about knowing your strength and how you can contribute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that's what's that's why unification is so important. Because you may have one person that's, you know, really good at talking to people, really good at bringing people together but they may lack in an area such as organizing events. And you got another person who can't talk to people for nothing, but they can <laughs> sit behind closed doors and put something together. You put them two people together, and now, you know what I'm saying, they create something massive. Right. Exactly. Like, I usually think, I'm like, what if, what if Malcolm and Martin Luther King work together? We got one about the action, and we got one strategizing. What if they had worked together? They almost did. Like, what if, what if it just had, like, ah, it, it was so close, and it was like, ah, <laughs> slipped my hands like water. <laughs> it all just goes back to listening, man. Like, if we listen listen back to before we start arguing everything, like, got together, you know, we get together. So and it don't get more powerful than this. It, mm -hmm. it don't get more powerful than this. I'm all about the action because if you, I tell the people like when people are posting stuff, I'm like, yeah, but I'm gonna go out there and do it because I'm not really for like the little talking. Like you gonna see me do it because I'm really about it. Like some people will talk it and you will never see them do nothing. So I'm like, yo, let's 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 organize. Let's come out here and help. Let's actually create self sufficiency. Let's go do X Y Z. Because if we want that this to happen, this change, we have to be the change we want to see. But yeah. also, yeah. a lot of people are still scared. Yeah, fear is. No, so it's like. It's, it's like there would be in the middle of a, a crisis, a race war, everything war, there would be a virus telling us that if we're close to another person, we're going to die. Right, right. People are yeah, scared. They, People they are, they, we are terrified. I have not been out of my house. <laughs> my mama has not let me or any of my <laughs> out of this house. Oh, as man. much as I want to go out and protest <laughs> and be out there and messing stuff up, putting stuff on fire, just like, as much as I want to be out there at the front of that line, I, I'm at home. But also, there are other ways you can contribute to the movement. Definitely. Just level, just just working on yourself is doing something amazing. Donating, still spreading awareness. Right. Are you writing letters to people? Are you calling people's phones? Like there are so many different ways that you can contribute. Yeah. And I think you can't, you can't let anybody tell you there's a right way to to make your mark you know yeah. everybody makes their mark in their own way so you got to find what works best for you and pursue that with all your energy and if we all do that then you know great things are happening great things are happening short tangent for people that's still scared to go outside right now 
go outside and activate your melanin because they don't want you to know that this is activated by sunlight, right? We have a vitamin D deficiency. So if you sit out there for at least an hour and a half, you will charge it. This is ancient technology. This has been here since forever. Go out there and charge it. Go out there because this is it, literally science that proves the power of melanin. And when you charge this boy, I'm talking about you be glowing. You be like, man, what's up? How you doing? Peace. Like you be on a whole different level just by charging your skin, right? Yeah. We don't already did an episode about how the fact that vitamin D is literally what activates the cells in your body that right. fight virus. Mm-hmm. Like vitamin D is literally what activates them. So if you're not getting vitamin D, you could have a whole virus in your body and your body going to be like, well, we here, but we not turned on. So we can't really do nothing. You feel me? This is how evil they are. They're going to sell you a drink called vitamin D, but ain't going to tell you to go out there and get some vitamin D. Exactly. Sunny, sunny D? But the, oh, the, the drink vitamin D is also artificial <laughs> flavors, artificial colors. Yeah. I got you, bro. I got you. Right. So it's not pure vitamin D. Well, they I haven't drinking sunny D. I haven't drinking juice. <laughs> you know. All I drink is water. Oh, I think I was, so, I was, thinking water. I was 10. On the way, I water. I was 10, It's water 24-7 for me. But because I know we, I feel I feel like I'm a plant. I go outside, I'm like, yeah, I, I go out there with the plants in the garden and sit. But how y'all growing? Growing good? <laughs> Your leaf look a little brown. You might need a little water with it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and realistically, if this was a virus, it would have been dead by now. So, what did you guys do to it to mutate it to make it keep killing? If that's really what's killing people, because we know that y'all are signing people's actual cause of death off their papers and putting corona so you can make more money right. so what's don't even get me started on that but my notes so on that really man. Coronavirus right now look i got notes relating that the 5g all types of 5g stuff. it's like everything literally ties together and it's a whole domino effect yo speaking of 5g other day i was doing some door dashing with my homie and we was in Decatur and I seen the most ridiculous thing. Cause you know, I went to school in Florida and you know, I seen a few 5G towers shaped as palm trees, but I was like, you gotta be a complete idiot to think that's a tree. But then I seen this tree in Decatur where it's extremely gentrified, like houses on top of houses next to churches. And you know, it's a church and it's a liquor store on the same corner on every corner. And I look up and it's a 5G tower the size of who knows what trying to look like a tree. I was like, bro, you think people stupid, huh? That thing looks, I don't even, it looked like a silo. And they tried to paint it. Paint it? They painted brown they with the fake branches. I knew it was a problem because the bird didn't want to land on it. I was like, bro, that's not even the, all right, then. I was like, Let, let's keep going. And it is sickening because it's literally everything has a correlation, right? Because they don't want to, because what I feel, they probably going to say Corona disappeared for now and pull it right back out in the wintertime when it ain't a lot of sun. So you're going to have a vitamin D deficiency and it's going to pull back on you and they're going to be like, Ah, check them off the list. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started on that. That that made me mad right there. Like uh, every time my phone go from four G to five G and I go to Atlanta, I be like, man, I might as well throw this thing out the window. No, for real. Like it's a whole agenda. It's a whole agenda mm-hmm. in every single spiritual to every it doesn't matter what religion you practice, everything, everyone has talked about this. Everyone has hinted at this. Every text. Yep. Every, every, literally. That's why I don't even pay attention to religion anymore. My religion is love, and I'm giving all thanks to the universe and Mother Nature, because they all have a common thread. 
to me, I mean, personally, I felt like religion was conformity. And I was just like, yo, give me give me all the knowledge. Give me everything. Let me make up my Honestly, own Honestly, you have to learn right. all of them. I was, I'm was i reading the Bible, the Quran, and the Torah all at once. And I just be sitting there like, man, I'm going to just stop for today. I don't even know what I read at this point. It's and beautiful. So, yeah, it's amazing. it's amazing. And when you see the correlation and how everything has been telling you what's coming. And then when I was like, okay, where did these books get their knowledge from? And I keep going back to Egypt. And I'm like, man, goddamn, I'm sick of this now. <laughs> so, just, I'm going to just read Emerald Tablets every day at this point. You know? <laughs> what I've come to find out is, you know, this just goes to modern day. People are so quick to focus in on what's different about something. Mm -hmm. I was like, you look at all these religions, everybody will tell you, what one religion has and what one religion doesn't in that area. I was like, nobody will ever tell you that all these religions really be saying the same thing in a different way. <laughs> yeah. In a different way with a different name. Mm -hmm. right. The same message, but a different guy delivered the message, but it's basically the same message. Right. They changed one word and that mean everything. Well, in yours, it said I, we say we. Therefore, that means you cannot eat pigs. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Go <laughs> Hey, I don't have people people telling me, well, this religion got Jesus and this one don't. Or, <laughs> you know, this religion believes in this person, this, this religion doesn't. I'm like, but at the end of the day, what are they all saying? Right. Like, Getting the message. Some stories are more gruesome than the others. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like that's like you getting uh, like 50 different dictionaries, they all written. Uh, from a different publisher and you telling them that well this word that we define here is different <laughs> from your word because it's published from a different person um last <laughs> time i checked you know what i'm saying up gonna mean up no matter who right <laughs> that brings me to slavery right because i think that slave mindset is still in that subconscious mind they even engraved it so hard during school, the education system, and the word education actually means the lack of. So I was just like, okay, they playing games here too. And I was like, okay, so how can we hate everything about slavery but Christianity? I thought we hate it in general. Just just hate it in, in time. Don't, don't try to pick and choose what you want to hate from it. If you hate it, you hate it. And just go with it. So let's move on past an elevator, right? Because I have conversations with people that get so mad, and I'm just like, man, I don't even care what that say. I just know that let's unify and let's make some moves. And they'd be like, well, yeah. so and so said, and I was like, so and so can lick my boot, bro. Let me go ahead and do what I, what I got to do for my people, right? Yeah. Let me go ahead and tap into this energy and go ahead and do it. Let's make these moves now. Conversation people are uncomfortable with having. Cause like, and most of them tell you how you got here, where you come from, how you should live your days and what happens to you if you do or do not listen to what they tell you. Like what's your feeling with well, what people are gonna happen to them if they do or do not obey, they're gonna like stick to that line cause they do not wanna step out and risk that, that yeah. consequence happening. Crazy you said that. Cause this book here literally talks <laughs> about the whole thing regarding life after death with the Egyptians and NASA has proved it. And I was looking at this book like, man, this junk is a astrophysics journal, right? Because it's ridiculous. Like there's this whole layer in the outside of Earth, outside the ionosphere called the magnetosphere. And this is where all them solar winds come through and the immense heat, like right before the barrier between that and pure space. And 
it's it's all this information about immense heat waves and stuff where the Egyptians would talk about they would call it the duat which meant stars which meant it would be you would go through the north pole and you would come out through the duat system to the orion belt and you would lead the magnetosphere who which they said was Ra or re re and they would say if you chose to go with re you would you would go out into the universe but if you didn't you would burn in the magnetosphere which represent mm -hmm. resembled hell and i was just like start over <laughs> start over again let me make sure i got that right <laughs> Crazy. They put, it, they put it all in a movie called X Men, whereas the main character <laughs> is Magneto, <laughs> the god Polaris. He has control of Magneto, right. and he was a Jew. And the Jew wrote the book. With, so they were obsessed with a, like the serious star system, right? Where they say we can. They were obsessed with Polaris, Pilatus, and etc. And they don't want you to tap into the Marishas who was talking to say, "Don't even get me started, man." Look. And that's the real tea. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. You don't understand. Like, Game just started. Like, this is just the beginning of everything. And that's the crazy part. It's already seemed like so much has happened, but this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Shit, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I literally, I, I'm literally I sitting back and I'm observing every day, and I'm like, yo, this is the best movie I done ever watched right here. I was like, man. Bro, I seen a meme, and this might actually have me laughing. It was like, it's going to be New Year's for 2021, and the clock going to strike midnight, and we're going to see a message in this guy that's a tutorial complete. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Personally, when people say 2020 is starting off to a terrible year, I don't know. I think I have a different view because I knew what 2020 had instilled just from my readings. And I was like, this is about to be soon. This is the year of sight. I was like, y'all asked for full sight this year, 2020, but you can't be upset when you get in the full sight. They showing you. You said 2020 guide me. It's called 2020. You asked for it, so they giving it to you. They said, oh, you ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Boom, through the whole deck of cards at you. Now you like, Mm-hmm. Is it now that we're gonna give you all these things that's just gonna reveal true colors? You're gonna really see now. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's why I say it's a lot for people to take in at once, right? Because mm -hmm. that's why some people are so overwhelmed by this information and what's going on outside. Cause it's just like it, it's it's stressful. It's stressful. It's stressful. Especially when you're not used to anything, like right. when you're not used to having to deal with stuff like this. Like I know I as soon as we this quarantine bull crap mumble jumble started i was sad i was like okay i'm supposed to graduate i'm not used to being at home i'm used to being at rehearsal all day coming home at night when everybody's going to sleep and now you're telling me i gotta be in my house all day every day with me and my eight siblings <laughs> eight ah yes I think that worked out for me with the quarantine because look, some of my classes was not interested, okay? Who you telling? Who you telling? Physics and coding was on a different level. I was like, I don't know, man. I might need to make up some math too because they not even doing real math no more. So let me go. No, no, no cap. No cap. Quarantine came in clutch for that calc too. <laughs> Yo, man, I ended up with like an A in calc, an A in humanity. I passed physics. I passed code. I was just like, yep, good. Yeah. I need it. 
now I know what to expect, you know? So, <laughs> but Because honestly, I wasn't planning on coming to school too much more second semester after the school, <laughs> after the show closed. Right. Our last show closed, I was like, okay, what days do I actually have classes that are actually relevant? <laughs> What is he talking? Aaron, we can't hear you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we close it out? No, nah, dude, you close it out. No, nah, no, nah, just just keep going. Oh, there you go. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, hear me now. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I had that issue you had last week, though. <laughs> Bro. Oh, that's but, funny. Uh, I don't even know what I said. Just. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we just I said, oh, okay. Knowledge. I was saying the energy around it was even telling me something was off because I felt the shift in the universe. And a lot of people was telling me, too. I was like, quarantine, this is new. And, you know, this other book I've been reading, right, called Supreme Science by uh, our last guest on here, uh, Dwayne Hendricks, amazing dude. And in the book, he breaks down what would happen in a quarantine, too, which is crazy. Because in quarantine back in Florida, right, uh, the basically... I don't even, I'm trying to make this out the easiest as it sounds. So the word Walmart, right? This is going to be great. Walmart basically translates into martial law because well, I think mall translates into that Mars energy and wall, I think, yeah, wall backwards is law. So it basically meant martial law. And it was saying that if anything happened, Walmart would be a place where they would start the training and stuff. So at first I read it, I was like, yo, this is too advanced for me. I don't know what you're talking about yet. Literally, as I'm going back to Florida to get in my stuff, Walmarts have army men going and getting them. And I was like, oh, snap, martial law. I was like, this is crazy. And that's when I knew it's about to pop off. And again, the universe shows you signs. There's, it's divine timing. There's no thing as coincidence. Everything happens for a reason, right? They're showing you. Uh, everything I've been getting, I just receive it. I literally was at work the other day. And you know, at work, I be feeling, this is a little ego talking, but when I was at work, I be like, man, I ain't got to talk to these people about nothing for real. They ain't on my level. I literally go out to the parking lot, the least, I can't even explain the dude who you think don't know nothing out there spitting gems. I was like, yo, hold on, what you say? Because I read that in, uh, <laughs> literally, I was like, fine time it, right? It, every, all the like-minded people coming together, and it was just crazy how that happened. Because I was like, I would have never thought that. I would have never thought too of it. Okay. <laughs> you draw more people who are tapping. Right. It's amazing at the site. It's amazing. But I've also heard the saying that, you know, because basically, essentially, what we're trying to do as a people is bring together a utopia. You know what I'm saying? Not the utopia that we've seen in every movie where this, the utopia is not a utopia at all. It's completely opposite, but a real utopia based on our guidelines as a people, right? And to build that utopia is simply unity, you know? Yeah. This is the real reconstruction, right? Love. This is the real reconstruction, right? The reconstruction they teach you about during the Civil War was everything, but it was just deconstructing us as a people. They play with you as a history too much. Sick of it, man. All I do 
was real, so I can be like, yes, don't tell me them lies. I know what the real war was about. Don't play with me. Right, right. Like, like there are literally statements from Abraham Lincoln talking about the Moorish people in America it ain't got nothing to do with the nonsense they talking about in America. I was reading that stuff like, wait a minute, so you, hmm, all right, man, all right, then. Like, you might get a green card. Now you kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And I don't know. I mean, at this point, I'm trying to, I think land is important for our people, right? Having land that we can do what we own. Land cheap as a mug right now. I'm about to. I already wrote them down. I was like, oh, wow, a thousand, two thousand, two, tripping, man. Woo, you playing games with me right now. But I'm going to have a farm so good. Playing with me. Not only land, but everything that we need is coming out for us. Like I said, it's time to be self-sufficient and rely on each other. Because if you really want to break away from the system, you need to support black businesses, right? Where your black receipt at, man? Because I've been going to black-owned businesses longer than I can remember. I've been like, oh, I'm only, I'll be supporting my people daily, man. Where the vegan cafe at, man? Where at? Don't be too. Well, I was down in Wadada the other day. I took, you know, I was down in Wadada. Look, I was going nuts. I was like, can I get some vegan ice cream? Yes. Salted cake. Oh, yeah. I know it I think a lot of people, they I've learned that a lot of people have not been to black-owned businesses in this time as well. Because they've been talking about it. I was like, have you been to this one? It's like, nah. I was like, bro, go ahead. It's the time, right? Educate yourself on your people. We're here for us, right? This is here for us. If you if, And then with the donations, so many donations have been crazy because they haven't been going to where they say they've been. You can easily go to another one local business. Right? You went out again. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's still out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you mad. <laughs> Oh man, he was going in too. Mm -hmm. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Gotta type in the chat. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm back. I'm back again. Yeah, you back. <laughs> bro, my internet on the fridge low key, man. I don't know what happened, bro. It was it was great, like <laughs> it was great all other but you know, it has some times. My Wi-Fi, I don't know, man. It don't it's not real. I be having one bar when I'm in the house. I be in the house with one bar sometimes. I'm like, I can't text you right now. <laughs> but I don't even know what I was saying. I was going so nuts. You know when you, you going in and you don't you lose track because you just be like, you don't even know what you were saying, but you know it was good. Like, it's, uh, yes. Businesses in general, support for your own people should have been. You're out again. Aaron, for quality's sake, you might need to get because it keep going out when you finish spit some gems. So <laughs> that means you need to write a book or something. Oh. <laughs> Man, you know, we can't do that. Same, Brody. We'll wait till I come back. Oh, well, there you go. go. He said, oh, wait till I come back. 
someone, someone else speak. Someone else speak in this meantime, right? <laughs> Bro, you good? We hear you. We hear you. All right, watch. Thirty seconds from now, they gonna. It's gonna be forty-four seconds from now. Watch. I promise you, forty-four um, seconds. Um, I rebuke it. <laughs> Huh? Take it back. <laughs> Say it again. Try again. Take it back. I rebuke that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, black businesses, right? <laughs> Just the support needs to be there. It should be a. It should be part of the black standard to do that already. Right? We need a standard that our people already should abide by. Like that. That was been my, once I learned. I was like, black business, bet. Show me where. Show me, you know, I've been buying my clothes from black businesses now. I'm like, man, this drip right here, bro. It's made by my people. Let me go ahead. It's a herb shop down the street that's black owned. And I'll be in there, be like, you got some silver, you got some gold. Matter of fact, no silver. I make that. You got some gold, you got some XYZ, got some spit. Right. Who you telling? <laughs> Health is just important in this new paradigm we're going to, too. Very true. Very true. As you said, uh, your analogy, you said your immune system, like during COVID, right? I'm out here selling immune problems. I'm like, yo, come get some silver. People tell me, I ain't feeling good. Take some silver. What's that? Research, then come buy it from me. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Elderberries. Right. Seamoss. Seamoss. Ooh, don't give me something. Seamoss. D3. Mm-hmm. Fish oil. Right. Anxiety, because I know I get, I, I'm, the impacts I feel real bad because we feel literally everything. That anxiety, that feeling, it's like I don't know how to differentiate what I'm feeling and what the rest of the world around me is feeling. So I'm just feeling it all and I'm sitting here acting. care that's not mainstream. They're mainstream all the stuff they all the you know, all the medications and pills and stuff, but the real herbs and nutrients we need, that stuff is you know, in the back of the aisle, like Yo, when everything popped off with COVID, bro, the vegan aisles was full. I was like, it's a buffet again every yes. day. Dang it. Oh, well, what am I going to do? Everybody was like, there ain't no meat. Well, come over here. And they're like, nah, no thank you. I'm like, you tripping, bro. You better leave me alone. Yeah. I better come join you. <laughs> or at least try it. Don't make me feel. Because I, I was thriving, you know? <laughs> I was growing stuff. I was like, you know, this zucchini in the yard looking mighty good right now. So. <laughs> I think I'm kind of straight. And even with that, the meat shortages, right? That was going on. The paradigm was shifting even in the food industry that's telling you we're going into a whole new realm right now. Like everything is changing. Nothing is going to be the same no more. I think people were be catching on to that. Like, ain't nothing going back to normal. I was like, I don't know. Do I need to go to school next semester? Can I just lay off? Cause they're gonna roll it right back out. And I'm not coming back and forth again. I'm not catching flights no more. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> And so, and whether yeah. stuff gets better or worse after this, it's up to us. Yeah. Literally, it's in our hands. Yeah. Got to create our own stuff. Definitely. I feel like when whatever you have to put black owned in front of it, it was never meant for us. Yeah. So now it's just us rebuilding ourselves, rebuilding, you know, something new getting back to our roots because when, when I think about like our American economy da, 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 and when you look at what our ancestors did, we bartered, <laughs> we shared, you know, there was no buying and selling. No, it was, okay, you give me this, I, we can share. I give you a piece of my bread and we eat together. Yeah, so let's build and let's have an actual exchange. Right, and not just, I don't know. Take what I know and then kill me. 
Yeah. Right. Everybody just want to take, take, take. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to get. Right. Colonizer mentality, man. I've been obsessed with really like my status lately. Like the last two weeks, I've just been. Let me claim my status so I can get me some land that my ancestors truly own so I can walk on the claim it some food and trade it with some other people that can't. He said, if I, hey, I got some cabbage, what you got? You got some potatoes? Oh, bad, bro. You know, I need that right there. Right. And I think when I was studying claiming your status, because there's not really a term for it from my research, just like claiming your indigenous status here in this land known as America, you literally, nothing else applies to you. The name, that, that social security card goes away. The land that was on you, like it could be a house on the land that some of your ancestors own. You can walk on, oh, nice house, it's mine now, literally, because it was owned by your ancestors. And of course, that process is kind of lengthy, but it shows just by proving you was here first and that this is your land, you could just none of that applies to you no more. You ain't got to pay for nothing, you don't need no driver's license, you don't need a social security, right? The power is just within claiming. Just proving that you was here, right? It's just, I was here before. Oh, show sure enough, man, my bad. Look, uh, all this is yours. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Which, I want my reparations. <laughs> which, yeah, I was about to say, that leads me to the topic of reparations before we close out. So what is everyone's stance on reparations? My ticket after, that's what I want. <laughs> Because me personally, I think reparations are cool, but I think reparations are always still like a leash, right? Because yeah. I can't trust you to give me reparations. You couldn't even give me 40 acres and a mule. So why, why would I trust you to pay me in cash, right? This is the same country that traded for minerals for some paper and ate a dollar. You traded gold, silver, and copper for some paper? You crazy? By definition, currency is gold and silver. Why would you be crazy? Y'all already playing games. And I was always, at reparations to me, I felt like, uh, again, it's a way to silence you, right? I look back at when the Japanese Americans got paid reparations after World War II regarding those concentration camps they put in. Now they are pretty much silent. Not all of them, but I'm saying a lot of them have been silenced, right? Like you don't always catch them speaking out on not many issues at all. And I felt like the reparations they pay, I think it was almost to like a billion. They was like, okay, here you go. I don't want to hear from you no more. Keep it zip, shut, throw it away. And I feel like reparations is a leash. Like, all right, we gave it here. Stop talking, right? Stop with all this nonsense. And it's just like, just for some change? I don't, I don't need your, personally, I feel like I don't need it. I feel like my ancestors would be like, I don't take nothing from them. Just go back and you, this this is yours. Like, again, that's why I felt like status was important. Because if you can prove it, you don't even need the reparation. They give it to you. Somebody like, actually did the calculations on how much the reparations would be. And it's like over 300K. You really think they're going to give all that money to every single black person? No, yeah. that's not about to happen. Even though they have, seen, they have the means to do so, but it's not about to happen. Right. Seeing what money does to people, and like for me, it's like it doesn't no matter, there's no matter of numerous cash that can like you know pay back you know all the people they bury, all the people they've taken, all the lives they destroy. I think they're taken from us. There's no fundable amount that they're even willing to begin to give up that can just erase all years and years of pain and suffering. So at this point, 
it's like reparation just seems like a novelty to me. Right. Oh, then you're going to have them coons that's talking about some, oh, they gave us money? Well, maybe they aren't so bad. I don't want to fight y'all no more. <laughs> We've seen, we saw what the stimulus check gave to people. people. People forgot all about the virus and everything. They was willing to go out and buy some stuff. Yo, people buying J's with their stimulus. I'm like, you an idiot. Like, Put that somewhere way better than shoes, my guy. Like, like you care about shoes and this? I ain't bought a pair of shoes in three years. Quit playing. I just keep washing them. They look nice. They look clean. They look new. <laughs> they look like they came out the box still. But thing is, though, some of these people have actual economic, like, problems. That money can went somewhere more, make them more right. stable. But they're like, you know what? These just the least, and I could be the freshest nigga out here. Like These $10 shoes. The material is worth $10. They're made for like a dollar a piece. Of okay. the I, I, I used to be one of them people, especially in middle school, man. I, I, I apologize to my parents all the time. $200 on some LeBron shoes. I, I don't even wear them no yeah. more. And I look at it now, I hear people talking about shoes. I'm like, bro, I can make some shoes for three bucks, bro. Don't even play with like, it. It's literally how much it costs, probably less. And they make enough of it just by selling you and putting a name brand on it. If you can spend name, 200 bro. on some shoes but can't spend 200 in a black business, you can't come to the utopia because clearly your uh, priorities <clears throat> are mixed up. Low, low you are not invited to the cookout. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. Right, tell them. You're going to be like, what's your name? I'm like, what did you buy last week? Some shoes. Go ahead and stop you there, sir. Let me uh, talk right. to Supreme you. Supreme what? Nope. Him like, out. Kick him out. Kick him out the classroom, bro. <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, but, man, this is some gym dropping stuff right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always love having these deep, intense discussions that help open the mind, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. You've been talking for, what, it's how, how long? What, about an hour and some more? You know, I'm like, change. This might be our longest episode. Our episodes have been getting longer now each time. So, yeah. got more to say. More is happening. You know, we're getting better and better at this, right. communicating this information. One day we're going to be on the real lecture status, six hours, right? We're going to be eating in the lectures. You know how I go. Be like, mm. and you know, back in. <laughs> and so, well, that's the goal have to right there. Taking power now. Love to see it. Right. But, so, I got a question. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I strongly believe, well, I feel like y'all gonna agree that we're all born here with an expiration date and the only thing that's promised while we're here is that we're gonna go through something. Like happiness is not, bliss is not guaranteed for anybody on this earth in this lifetime. The only thing that's guaranteed is that you're gonna see something and you're gonna feel pain. You're gonna feel some type of pain in some type of way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't that make life, death, and death life? There we go. Back to duality, right? Everything essentially. That's how I see it a lot. Because I don't, I don't believe that the universe is going to punish me if I make a mistake. Because at the end of the day, that's why I'm here. To learn and grow and do whatever I was sent here to do. I believe I was sent here to create art and be a voice for people who feel like they are voiceless. So I'm gonna do that by any means. But also while I'm here, I'm gonna go through things that are gonna change the way that I see the world. They're gonna change the way that I think. 
I'm going to cry. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to also be happy because I'm going to make sure that I find bliss in this life. I'm going to make sure that this life isn't a living hell. But for some people, it is. And their idea of peace would be not being here. On this physically being here. But in your spirit, you're at your ultimate. Wouldn't you? Aren't? When you're in your spirit, you're at your ultimate. That is you and all your ancestors. That is the new you. And then that's when you're, that's where it's like, okay, are you going to have to go back to earth again to right. relearn mm-hmm. your lesson because you didn't learn your lesson? Right. Or are you going right. to level up and start this a is, new lesson? Th- that's where the, the whole idea of reincarnation came from right you ever see an animal and you know it's some one of your family members bro it was literally, <laughs> bro it's this deer my mom all the time every time the deer would cross the road it was stopping them and i'm like bro move my mom was like no 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 auntie virginia i'm like who i'm like wait huh and so it's this one bee look it's crazy because i knew it's this one bee i go outside and chill every day when i get the chance and this one bee who always busting in my face i'm like who are you i'm like you came back what'd you do wrong <laughs> Every day he come and buzz and just buzz right next to me. And I'm like, so who are you? <laughs> you who know? are you really? Who are you? Yes. One of my ancestors kicked my kicked a dent in somebody one of my people's cars, so that's a thing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is something that keeps me up real late. Like, what is this really? Is this really happening right now in this space in this time? Is any of this even real for real? Or is this all? It's like a video game. Like, uh, yes. It, well, literally in a video game, you keep losing, you keep making the wrong decision, and they're going to take you back to the checkpoint until you figure out whatever you've been doing wrong and do something different. And when you do something different, that's when you get to the next level. But who's to say that wrong, that wrong decision was really a wrong decision? I was thinking I was thinking more like the cards on the table, right? So, you know, the life gives you the cards you dealt. And it's up to you whether you've got the option. You can keep on playing. You can you keep on losing. You keep on playing until you kick from the table. You can you can gain something to stay there, just not go for any harder. You can keep on playing and see as high as you can get and then keep that high. It's like mm-hmm. this. It's what you do with what you're giving to me. I'm going to do some magic tricks. <laughs> yeah, that's Don. Don going to keep the table because he ain't playing the game, right? <laughs> You know, that's, I mean, people in every culture, the question of, you know, what's the meaning of life comes up, you know, constantly. And, you know, truthfully, we really can't know for sure until after we're already gone. So, I mean, you just really got to come here, you know, do what you feel like your purpose is. You know, nobody can tell you what your purpose is. Do what you feel like your purpose is. Do it to the best of your ability. I mean, you know, just live life. You know, experience all that life has to offer for you. Life, you know, if we're on living for a small amount of time. People who feel like they don't have that option. They don't have the option option. to live life? Because us, us, we are, we, well, from what I'm noticing about all of us, I feel like we were raised or we found our own way. Either we were raised being able to have a free mind and a free heart and free spirit or we learned that over time other people have not so what advice would you give to people who have never heard anything like these are conversations that will 
put people in mental institutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. You got it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to dig, dig inward for yourself because there was a time where I, I, I question myself a lot. I'm constantly, whenever I make a decision, I'm constantly thinking, well, that's the right way to go. Am I doing this right? Did I do something wrong? If I do something wrong, how would that affect me? I'm all, so I'm just always thinking, there's a point where I was at a low point. I had to rebuild myself from the bottoms up again to get back to where I place I wanted to be. So I don't feel like you can get to your lowest point. That, once you hit your lowest point, it's only up from there. You got to look at it like that. It's optimistic standpoint. It's crazy because, like, back to what you said about music, right? My well, – the thing – because I think, Don, you can tell – because we were on the same bus when it happened. Like, for me, what actually got me into all this knowledge was, like, originally conspiracy theories I used to hear in songs by my, my favorite artist, B.O.B. And I used to be like, hold on, wait, the earth – I used to be saying crazy stuff. Man. I'm talking about – I used to be look crazy. But – Everything that literally brought me from the path, just listening to songs on the bus into reading books day and night. Wake up, read, go to sleep, read, wake up with a book on my face. Like, did I read this last night? My spirit must have been flipping pages. Like, like, everybody, there comes a point where that sense of knowing or that sense of purpose comes to you. For some people, that's three seconds before their deathbed. You know, for some people it may come, but they don't act on it. So there's a point for everybody where it comes. It's just a matter of, is your spirit ready to take you there yet? Or do you still need time? Do you need to be reincarnated in a different life form to realize that, okay, I've been through this. I gotta, I gotta change something. So I think there's a time where everybody has that second of knowing. <laughs> Yeah, and they're gonna get to it. They're gonna get to it, and if you haven't got to it yet, you will. You will. No matter how much destiny comes to you, but you can choose to. You know, you can you can accept it, you can ignore, it, you can run from it. Like, but it's still always gonna be there. And some people accept it. I believe later than it was supposed. If they later than they could have, and that because you know time time is limited. So I believe. Search for your calling as early as possible and begin acting on it from then because you don't know how much time you have on this plane at this moment. So, see, I've always thought it's time. Well, my, my, my opinion on time changes like every day because I'm always finding something that just blows my mind. Because I used to be like, time isn't real. But I was like, no, time is universal law. And I was like, I am time. Or like, I'd be going crazy. So now I think that the future is just past events that we just haven't experienced yet. Because everything is happening at the same time. Like, there is no break in time. Time doesn't stop for anything. It just goes. It's, it's, a, it's, almost, it's alive almost. You know what I'm saying? So people always trying to run away from their fate. It's just like, it's like, it's like you trying to go down the elevator that's going up. Like, what, what, what's the point of pressing the button? You already going up. <laughs> right. No use in fighting it. And... Cause, and then the way the body reacts to things, right? It, it's some things that you've never experienced before, but your body reacts as if you've already experienced it. That's why I feel like everything that's going to happen to you has already happened. You just have, the mind just hasn't caught, hasn't caught up to it yet. Like, oh, mm. it's coming up, it's coming up. You're like, what you talking about? You know, stomach churning. You're like, what's coming on? It's like, it's coming. I'm telling you, just wait on it. You got like three more seconds. And boom, you hit with like, whoa, right? Listen. Right, like deja vu. I felt like deja vu is like a glitch in the matrix. Like, oh, we messed up. Make sure they don't remember. And then I would wake up some days and remember doing this exact same thing and be like, whoa. What is about I, to happen? 
it's crazy because even this podcast that we started back in january i had a vision back in like november of like an episode we was doing about a month ago and i was recording the episode and i was like roger about to say this next and he said it and i was oh man what where i was i was i was just sitting there quiet like whoa what is going on i was like this is crazy but you remember it so vividly and you remember it until you don't remember what comes next so you'll be remembering this part this part this part then that part happened you're like i didn't get to this part yet oh snap (laughs) and it's just like whoa it's about to go down (laughs) but you know, I'm just, just thinking about what you said earlier, because I know a lot of people are going through things in life, and I know it's countless people out there that, you know, going through things that are actually, like, really, really tough. You know, people have no no end in sight. You know, they just feel like, you know, everything's going wrong for them. You know, nothing's going right. I feel like that nobody can look to an outside source for what they're looking for. I feel like nobody can, you know, deliver you from the pain that you're feeling. Nobody can tell you what's right for you. I feel like the only person that really knows what's going to be right for you, the only person that's really going to be able to show you and tell you how to get out of whatever you're going through and how to, you know, build yourself back up is you. So, you know, that's why I encourage people to, you know, really look within themselves for what they're searching for because a lot of times people searching in places you know that aren't going right. to give them anything the place you need to be searching for is with you every second of the day and that's yourself no one gonna save you but you but you seriously but you have to know you have to be able to admit that you need saving right you can't always be looking for someone to save you that's what i think some people are doing now they're looking for like who's gonna be that next person that rise up like no go with save yourself Right, don't go looking for the savior. You are your own savior because your path to enlightenment is not the same. There's no guidebook to enlightenment. There's no well, see, what you gotta do is stir the tea and then you put it in a flat no. It's different for everyone. Everyone has their own path to it. Everyone comes in it through a different way. Like my I literally found literally mine started from conspiracy theories in the song. I was like, is that real? And it literally years of looking it up then i'm i'm going into occult stuff and i'm over here like i don't think i'm ready for this and then two years later i find myself back at the same site i'm like oh you again huh it's been a minute huh i, I understand you now <laughs> they got that like rapunzel damsel in distress mentality like you know if i just wait here long enough with my with my team uh, grinning and happy with a hope you know something will come and take me out of my situation like no you gotta get yourself out that's that's the biggest thing for like in denial about like no isn't no one can determine or do this for you You got to do it yourself and that's just one of those things that's a lot easier said than done but definitely you know that's life nothing worth fighting for is given easy mm-hmm. i think it's time we gotta wrap this up what y'all think <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah. two hours worth of almost. So here to talk to y'all all night. Yo, it's almost two hours worth Somebody, of sunset out here, boy. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff to go through. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. But make sure y'all can go ahead and drop y'all info one more time for the people oh, yeah. that's, that made it to this deep in the episode. <laughs> this is what you eating, right? This is when you eating and was like, yeah, so, you know, such and such was saying. 
So IG's information, what y'all do? Oh, oh snap. Okay. Um, guys can follow me on Instagram at Ankaprana. All of my social media is Ankaprana. That's A-N-K-H or P-R-A-N-A. On all social media. Ankaprana, Ankaprana, Ankaprana. Uh, follow me on my Instagram, Sunny Oshuna. Uh, you can also follow the Young Women's Circle, which is a restoration process for young women. We are have women in Georgia, York, Chicago, people from all over just joining us to talk about problems happening for women and you know how we're going to fix it. Uh, also, if you're youth, if you like making music or film, we have the Mobile Movie Makers competition, and we're taking submissions until August 31st. You're beautiful. <laughs> You're just beautiful. And I love it. I think you love That note, y'all, pharaohs, y'all know the outro. Y'all know the deal. <laughs> From bands to kings. From kings to gods. Fresh <laughs> <laughs>